This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, in the wake of battle. But I also wanted to make a statement here. I don't want to keep going from fight to fight, risking everything with these small, petty combats. I don't know, how do we send a message? How do we strike a blow so hard that they don't keep fighting? The heroes reckon with their purpose. You're right, Dalbrith. We need to make a statement. We need to strike fear into their hearts, but it's up to the mountain itself to reveal itself to us, so we gotta push on forward. Before betting down for the night. Perhaps there's something we're missing. But the mountain awaits. A patrol comes into the room. <laughs> and the fight is far from done. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my god! Baby. Oh, this is a time for a high one because I, re- I really need it! The adventure continues now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Glass Cannon Podcast. My name is Joe O'Brien, and this is episode 227. I am by myself in the office today, just packing up a few odds and ends before we head out in a couple days here to Los Angeles. Got a live show this Saturday night, October 5th at the Bootleg Theater, and there are tickets still available, at least from what I heard a couple days ago. If, if there are tickets still available... You don't want to miss your chance to see your boy Joe roll a couple natural twonzotis, do you? Come on! Get online, grab yourself a ticket, join the fun. It's going to be a blast. Actually, these are the last tickets available of the Glass Cannon Live Tour of 2019. Boston sold out. Philly sold out. Come on, L.A. You can't compete with Philly. You got you to bring your A game. Philly's showing you up, man. All that incredible surfing and Gorgeous mountaintop hiking Philadelphia is known for. It's it's gorgeously attractive people walking the streets to yoga classes day in and day out. Come on, L.A. You better step it up. You're embarrassing yourself. Get online. Get a couple ticks. Hang out with the boys. Enjoy the show. We're going to have a great time. That is it for me this week, guys. What I actually want you to do is kick back, relax, settle in, and enjoy a little Glass Cannon podcast. Episode 227, because here it comes right now. Even though last week's episode was an emotional roller coaster of a combat where Thune's life was on the table, and not only did he survive, but he leveled up, the only thing that I could think about all week is how Grant has been hoarding bottle caps. <laughs> you were sitting on three caps over there? You were so true, angry when true. we left. It's <laughs> like, three caps? That's why I got to bring the board back. I would have known if I Put kept up on the board. board. Put it on the board. I don't know where the so board is. I have a bottle cap from the eulogy of Pembroke and Firaza, which I thought was well-earned. <sighs> Man, th- these expire after you, you a while. Can, you know. can sh- I, <laughs> I know this is kind of beside the point now because she's dead, but you can schwa the first syllable of Firaza's name. Firaza. Uh, Sorry, say it again. Faraza. Faraza. I'm sorry. Schwat? Yeah, Even though... That's fun fun to say. No, Schwat. This reminds me, last week I saw a video of uh, a minute... Matthew Schwa? A minute and a half of Alex Trebek saying genre. Yeah, that was very popular. How does he say it? Genre. Because he he was French-Canadian and he he says it the French way. And it was like made me question how I said genre in my entire life. Um, I have a bottle cap for the silence on the fire giant trap. 
mm, when they ambushed the ambush. us. Yeah, yep. that sounds right. And then I got a ball cap for the battle with Cavixia. Wow. Anybody else sitting on multi caps? <laughs> I have one. <laughs> one. That you gave me last episode. Oh, has one, Matthew? One. All right. You sure? No, I have, I have caps for other shows. Okay. And please, I know I haven't spent the last two. I believe that I have not spent the one for the eulogy, but I'm sure someone will email in. And correct me just as they do, Matthew, on a weekly basis. All right, I'm updating the board. You found oh the, my board. Gosh, hey, the board. Oh, my gosh, the board. I haven't seen that in months. You even have, you, wait, I love how you were like, where is the board? I don't even know where the board is. And you literally didn't have to get up to find <laughs> you it. You just yeah. pulled it out from under your <laughs> I chair. I didn't leave from my seat. All right, so Grant's got two, right? Three. Three. <laughs> two for Grant and uh, one for Matthew, none for Skid and Joe. That's what I have here. That's what you guys uh, said. Right? None for Gretchen Wieners. not right. Uh, I can't imagine the Dead Sons and Ruins of Aslan's ones are correct. I have so. one for Dead Sons. And currently those give us plus six to a roll? Yes. Yeah. Yes, which came in handy never. Yeah, uh, ever, since, ever since that rule changed, they've been nullified. As that was my goal. Yeah. Yeah. That was a mission really accomplished. Right? <laughs> Take mission our, accomplished. our one fake currency that all the <laughs> listeners like out of the game. <laughs> you mean the one we mailed to people? <laughs> right. I aim to not please. Did everybody have a good week? It's fall now. It's Thanksgiving's right around the corner. <laughs> can't do it two weeks in a row. Stop skipping my fucking oh birthday. My. You've been listening. You've been listening to Christmas songs already. Haven't no, you? I, Grant. I'm a man of uh, principles. November first at midnight. What principles would those be? I only listen when I say I'm going to listen. That's my All only right. principle. All right, I believe you. <laughs> you know what? I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the cut of your jib. <laughs> I've been enjoying this this week. The weather, like the fine, it's like a fever breaking in New York. It's when, getting when close. The fall starts. Yeah. It's like now, like this has been like sixty high sixties. this Yes, week. but you're you're talking to La Valley here. Yeah. So he, it has to be fifty overcast with a slight mist in the air. Yeah. He's like it's. I know, yeah, I know. Like, He's sweating bullets and complaining when it's like 65 with the AC on in the studio. The other day it was 68 outside. I'm like, God, what a balmy 68 this is. Yes. He walked into the office. What? I was in here. He's like, you better have the air conditioner on and no windows open. <laughs> it was gorgeous outside. It has, it has been, even though the, the temperature's been going down, the, the humidity has still been... It's still very humid. It's gross, man. I, I hate it. I will say I've established my own firm love of summer. And I get that you won't like it and, and you prefer the cold, but I do. After over a decade of living in New York City, I still, every October, November, I'm like, man, winter's never coming. It's going to be great, just like this forever. <laughs> yeah. And then I am slammed into the ground by a snowstorm well, at some point. Y- yeah. yeah, that happens, but it's also the, the way they really get you is that December is usually still okay. Yeah. And you're like, man, it's really going to like keep going. And then right at the end of December, no, January, February, it is. <laughs> Brutal, bitter, nasty, skin pain cold. I love it. <laughs> Wait, you I mean, like I'm, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. You like this? Come on, let me get through cold? Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas. I, I, I do I, like the cold. I, yeah, I, do I mean, I enjoy the cold. the cold, but I don't like the skin pain cold. That's just I don't get the skin pain cold. I have an extra layer of skin. It just uh, <laughs> that explains a lot. It's just really, hide. It really feels good. You're a rabid multidermite. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, the colder the better. And New York fall is such a joke. It'll be like really cold one day, the kind of cold that I like. And then it goes back to 80. And then you get one more week of 60s. And then it's freezing cold. Like, give me a good old fashioned New England fall. Not going to get it here in this fucking shithole city. I hate it. <laughs> there are, li- there are literal say. songs and bad Richard Gere movies made about autumn in New York. Yeah. There are? Yes. Yeah. Email me the. Uh, 
movies later. It's called Autumn New in New York. York. Oh. Yeah, that's a, song, that's a song and a movie. Yeah. It's highly touted in uh, You've Got me. Mail. Oh. Featuring Tom Hanks and... What's her name? Meg that, Ryan. That movie made me cry. I was uh, had a big crush on a girl in the sixth grade, and I went on vacation with my family, and I hadn't seen her in like five days because she was in my math class, and then like I just watched it, and I was like... That's how I feel about her. Autumn in New York? Or, or? No, you've got mail. You've got uh, mail. Okay. Featuring a young Dave Chappelle. That's true. Yeah. As yeah. Tom Hanks he plays Tom Hanks' best, best friend. friend. Yeah. His unlikely best friend. <laughs> doesn't, he work, doesn't he work in his bookstore? I th- no, it's not a bookstore. He, well, he's, he's like a book a, chain. He's, he's a, a, book, he's like a He's like an executive, yeah. though, yeah. and he's yeah. like an executive. She owns a local bookstore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. like a mom and pop. Yeah, that, that movie is Tales so, of the Sun. That movie is so quaint in the Amazon era. <laughs> it is so yeah, Barnes and Noble. It's also the like guys. the fourth remake of that story. It is right. It it's is. like a Star Is Born. This shop around the I corner. I saw the uh, what's it called the play. She loves me. Yeah, yeah, she loves me. That was a good play. Anyway, Thanksgiving's Actually. right around the corner. <laughs> My favorite to Meg break out for, the cornucopia for my for my for the theater listeners out there. She loves me is one of my favorite musicals of all time. Oh, oh, well, good for you, Matthew. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, a good song, but not from that musical. Matthew loves a good musical, but doesn't like to sing. Hmm. Even though I bet you have the voice of an angel. <laughs> yeah, well, you like football. You're the worst athlete I've ever met in my life. That's not true at all. And you know He's good. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a video he posted on Instagram of doing a squat that was pretty impressive. Yes. Lifting weights is not being an athlete. That's true. Those are two completely different things. You guys things. played softball together. Hey, man. Yeah, Didn't you? That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I saw he was five bad. feet away. He was bad at you softball? You should see the number of throws Joe threw over first base. <laughs> all right, I let's think get those into far it. outweigh the number of grounders that I well, We really should it. not have opened up the Japanese <laughs> gym before this episode. So there's going to be a fight. It's not just butchering the grounders. It's when the grounder is hit to you, turning away in fear like a child. Like, that is what's off. First of all, my face is my money maker. Second of all, I made some fucking web gem catches. And you know that's the truth. That is true. Wait, is so true. are you the, were you the Corbin Burnson of your, uh, of your softball team? <laughs> yes, he was. He was. That's a good reference. Yeah. That is true, yeah. Oh, my God. I only got a few good years left. I need to get those endorsement deals. Can't do it with broken teeth. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a major league reference. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so funny. I think I'm gonna be playing hurt the rest of this episode. <laughs> Just your sides. Oh. Uh, you know who's playing hurt? Thune. Thune. Uh, yeah, yeah. he had a rough one. Everyone's playing hurt. I thought we healed Thune. We did heal Thune, and he Partially. leveled up, Partially. which I was pretty excited about. I talked to you guys when we went off the air, and I kind of—I think I may have revealed for the first time what Thune's situation was. He was a, a, a fighter two, rogue four, and so I kind of left it up to you guys in a certain way. I wanted to see which way you wanted me to go. Obviously, um, the rogue was the higher class, so I thought you'd lean that way, and you did want me to go rogue because fighter three just gave him like armor training plus one, one less uh, penalty to. Uh, you know, wearing armor, I think, and then, but whereas Rogue Five gives him an extra sneak attack damage die, Ugh, which can't turn that down. Huge, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, now uh, that he's achieved level seven, he got a new feat. And Skid recommended I did a bonus Rogue Talent, so I went bonus Rogue Talent, and I took a very cool one called Offensive Defensive. Which huh. basically anyone you hit with your sneak attack damage, if you land a melee strike with sneak attack damage, you get a bonus to your AC against that opponent uh, up to your sneak attack sneak attack damage die. So if I hit someone with a sneak three. attack, I get a plus three bonus to my AC. Great, yeah. great. Do you think the that- way Thune fights? I figured that would be good for him. Yeah, because he always hits. 
<laughs> right away. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, it does. But that's, this, this, yeah. this additional insight and level into Rogue, do you think that will stop him from charging headlong into battle? I don't know. I think you can you can take, uh, you can can take level up Thune, but Thune's always going to Thune. Dude, what I just did took say, offensive defensive. He's trying to push the offense. Yeah. But he won't but get he a sneak to, attack he needs if he's to do not. sneak attack. Yeah, what he I did to say to Joe. He does if it's the first action of the round. Yeah. You know, if he gets in there and hits him before he moves, then that's to be fine. I did right. say to you, Joe, that like we Thune and Dalgrith should work together. It benefits sure. both of you, you know, yes, immensely. But, but the way you said it was like, you you should have been training uh, uh, Thune. And you should have been like, working with Thune is what I said. When? And I stand by it. Running and screaming through war for the last 18 hours. It's been months of show. <laughs> I know. It is months, months of show. Uh, and man, he would really do better than having that just a chain shirt now that you got plus two half plate and a plus one chain shirt. But that's for uh, when you go back to Mindhall's Valley. But his his total HP will be up to 92. I only rolled a three on a D8. So, Wait, uh, who'd you roll with? I rolled with Grant, and Grant rolled a one. Oh, to my uh, oh man. Sorry. Oh, yes. Killed him. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited that he's alive because I really didn't want to kill him, but I was ready to do it. And now he's around. And you guys are resting. So go ahead and rest. Give yourself your HP back. Give yourself your abilities and spells back. And during the time that you're resting and, and watching and whatnot, no one comes into the room. Beautiful. Right. And this was the... Where did we rest? end up resting? Behind All the those sets and the... the the amateur theatricals. Right? Ah, yes. <laughs> With that filthy orc turned on us. Bastard. We, we had a room in my high school called the prop room where they stored all the props and where they stored like all the set stuff. Is that where you went and smoked cigarettes? No, it was inside. Friends. <laughs> Be realistic. It's where people weren't ma- made out. But, uh, <laughs> but someone took the R of prop and turned it into an O. So it was the poop Oh, man. What a classic joke. Did you ever poop in there? No, Grant. It was just a room. Did you ever <laughs> answer the question, Matthew? Did you ever poop in the poop room? No. All right. <laughs> there was literally a bathroom like five feet away. But it would have been cool in high school to be like, I'm the guy that pooped. <laughs> that would have been real cool. Yeah. You and I have very nice high school's different. Cool. Tech, then pops the collar on his leather jacket. <laughs> right. exactly. I took a shit in a high school facilities room. See yeah. you squares later. I'll get all, I'll see you squares. I'm going to go push over a yeah. cow. Yeah. Slides across the top I, of a Cadillac. I just love I just love imagining Matthew as the Fonz, but with a scatological Fascination <laughs> throughout high school. The scones. Those are the coolest guys. <laughs> the Bottle the scones. Scones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets a jukebox. It's just. <laughs> For those of you at home, Grant just stuck his ass onto the microphone and tried to fart into it. <laughs> that, is, that is as untrue as the fact that you did not poop in the poop room, Matthew. Well, it's very Howard Stern. We appreciate it. Um, so we rest uh, unbothered. Unbothered. Undisturbed. However, when you wake up, or when, when the last person wakes up, a patrol comes into the room. <gasps> As if perfect timing, it must be minutes after you wake up, a patrol comes into the room and spreads out. It's six fire giants with hellhounds. And the hellhounds get very close to where you guys are. Uh, Metro grips everybody's arms. <laughs> they fan out. Hellhounds are still sniffing around. Dogwraith is holding back a cough. It's super intense. It's tickling. 
the Jew. <laughs> Come on, Darren Dogger. Shoo. Roll for initiative. Uh, I like that your cough sounds less. <laughs> yeah. Your cough sound is a Jew. It doesn't sound like a Deathbringers cough at all. <laughs> well, I, I, I smoked for years. Achoo. <laughs> the so greatest cute. warrior that ever lived. <laughs> You're so cute. Uh, the fire giants call the hellhounds back and they leave out uh, the way that you guys came in. Oh no! Oh, they came from See? the south and went up the ground. way you guys came in. Um, Press forward. Right. Yeah, that's what that happens. Well, we know they're patrolling that way. So, did they examine the bodies? <laughs> Uh, yeah, they did, but it didn't. They didn't seem phased by it because they've seen this type of damage now throughout. And they know it's us. Three rooms on the grinder that you have completely decimated. The first being the one that you had. Uh, you were surprised when they were like, mm-hmm. "Open the door now!" Those guys came out, uh, and then obviously this room that you're in, and then the combat training room with the statues. You know why? I chased after those two frost giants as they ran out of the room because I thought you could, we could take them out and not let them get back to their, to their kin. But I also wanted to make a statement here. I don't want to keep going from fight to fight, risking everything with these small, petty combats. I want to send a message. I thought killing this trainer would give us something that would tell them they got to flee. they got to break up. they got to have doubts in their leadership. It doesn't seem to be working, though. They're, they're unfazed by these bodies on the floor. They're still hunting for us like it's nothing. I don't know. How do we send a message? How do we strike a blow so hard that they don't keep fighting? Sorry. We ain't going to give up in here. This is their home turf. But I think, I think you jump into conclusions that we ain't shaking their morale. Like, yeah, they're looking for us. I would be, too. That doesn't mean that they ain't affected. I think they are. I would be. I think we just, we we have the advantage. I think we have to keep moving. And we're, and we're doing very well. I think we have to be sure in our purpose. Keep going. Well, I agree. I think we do, too. I think we have the advantage. But I'm just worried there's a small part of my mind in the back that's saying... Maybe we're misinterpreting what's happening here. Maybe we don't understand that they're, they're drawing us into something. We definitely don't know what's happening. They draw us into one trap already. All of you have seen plenty of battle in the past, and I respect each and one of you on the battlefield. But I've seen these camps before. The difference with this one versus all the others that we had the whole place laid out in front of us. No matter where we were, We could see all their buildings, all their encampments, where everything was. We could strategize. Here, we are at the mercy of how the caves lay out. And you're right, Dalgrith. We need to make a statement. We need to strike fear into their hearts. But it's up to the mountain itself to reveal itself to us. So we got to push on forward. Perhaps there's something we've been missing. Outside these walls is a great encampment. Our true objective is to bring down who's ever in charge of this mountain. But we also must dispel and sow dissent among the camp. 
Yes. Perhaps there's a message we could send to there. Spread our word. Spread our word. And spread the fear. But what is that fear up against the fear of the storm, Tyrant? Is that the one they fear more than anything, isn't it? I think we just have to keep moving, keep toppling the dominoes until we hit someone in charge. None of this is going to have any effect on the greater the greater plan that they've got going on. I thought that's who that was. I thought that was someone That's a charge. leader. That's a leader, but it's not the leader. No, I know. And, that know and toppling right. him, that may have some effect on the people we're going to fight next, but we don't know. Like, we just have to keep moving. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree. I mean, it's not we're not going to keep moving, but can we move smarter? Is there something we can do to make it... Uh, put ourselves at less risk. Let's be honest, Gemma. We came out on top, but it was a close one. If Baron hadn't hit that shot the way he did... It could have been much uglier than it all turned out. Thune could be dead. We could all be in much worse state. Now, I just want to try to minimize the risk. That's all I'm talking about. Moving forward, yes, but maybe, as Baron suggests, scouting a little more. I tell you... Peeking up ahead before we move in. Trying to give ourselves that ability to do the strategy. I'll tell you one thing that I felt cut to their hearts more than anything else we did so far. Whenever we touch their food or drink supply, we cut at their bellies, which is where their strength comes from. So we got to keep on going down and keep a lookout for provisions. They got to have some inside this mountain. We caved them in. I think we already cut off. Like, they're eating those mushrooms. I think we. Could. They got to have something else for the. I think they got to have something else for the for the captains. Probably some luxury but, goods. But, I'm, I'm, but we've already like they're they're eating those. They can't get at them no more. So you're right, Jimmer. But we got to keep. Yeah, but you're right. That's what something about, to keep an eye out for. What about keeping one of them alive? What about taking one of them and doing what? And getting the information we need. We still don't even know who's leading them in this mountain. Yes, that could be wise. This this information could make all the difference. You talk about the strategy that was ahead of you. You told me at Skiergard. You saw the leader with your own eyes long before you are able to, to strike out at her. We have to try to plan this better. And maybe it's just a matter of getting the right giant to talk. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy or pretty. That's real tricky, it is. I think here in the depths of their own, their own headquarters, that's that's going to be hard, especially an opponent of that size. It's going to be hard. You're also talking about just special forces here. They're not going to break easy, but in my experiences, they all break at some point. This is something distasteful for me to talk about because I am the sheriff of True Now and I uphold the law. But I need to know from each of you and Thune. Yes. What are your thoughts on torture to get the information we need to save the small folk of this place? We might have to. You said yourself they were special forces and they would be hard to crack. I don't like the idea of making a man, woman, child, any living creature feel pain they don't have to, but we might need to know what happens in order to save the day. Just to be clear, are you suggesting we torture children? <laughs> no. no. I'm all for it. Oh, wait. You know, no, that is what I heard, if, too. If that's the case, I'm all for it. <laughs> right. Say, let it be known. I'll follow you. said we should torture the children. I'll follow you yeah. into any torture chamber filled with children you like, Baron. You know what, Metro? Dalgris said you were a real wet sponge, but I think you're pretty funny. <laughs> I think I'm quite the cut-up. <laughs> yep. Speaking of cutting, 
Should we perhaps take a, <laughs> a, a token of, of our victory with us? And Metra points at the, the dead trainer. His head might be a convincing bit of memorabilia. Uh, but it's a bit bulky. Maybe just an eye. Do you mean the frost giant in the other room? The Magus. The, oh, yeah, 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 forward. yeah I you could, You've metaphorically pointed. We can go back. I metaphorically. Yeah. 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 We're going to have to go back that way, right? Because yeah. that's further yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Oh, yeah, right. We have the to fight six I, fire giants so and six hellhounds. There are two options <laughs> in front of us. I mean, there's three, which is just go out, out, all out and kill that patrol, but that's not on the table, I don't no, think. we're not doing that. The options are either you waste some of your precious time in that cloak or Dalgrith. And or me. I can't stealth as good as you. And Metra. Metra can stealth too. That's right. I live in the shadows. We can go follow them with the rest of us behind, especially Jimmer, who is mighty, but mighty loud. It's tough. I feel like scouting is the way to go, but I don't want to split us up too much in case we get caught in something we weren't expecting. Well, let's just wait them out, and then we can follow them along. You think right. they'll? You think they'll take a roundabout and come back here? Yeah, I think we'll just see. Like, if they, the spike. They can't go much further back the way we've gone. So, oh, is that what happened? Hmm. I thought when you said they left the way we came in, I thought the way we came in last night. Room. Yeah, you came from the, the north. North. Yeah. They went out the north. They went out. Yeah, so they went so out they're the already. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, but yeah, like, we gotta, you we know, gotta follow them. You now. know, there's oh, multiple. Yeah, they uh, might be passes. going further past the portcullis, and so we should just go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can also scout with you, Dalgrith. I am quite imperceptible in the shadows. Does anyone have any ability to make Jimmer a bit quieter? No, I know you're the best at that, but I can cast silence on him if oh. he's willing. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I ain't got much to say normally anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so willingly, let's do it when we get closer. Hold on, let me see the duration. It'll last 13 minutes. That's a good long yeah, time. A, so true. let's just start moving yeah, right after the other You stay behind us. Yeah, I'll stay in the, in the back. You just got to stay 25 feet back. Yeah. And then, you know, I think mechanically at least that's going to give you... And then it makes sense for you and Thune to be up front because you're both melee fighters and you got to get up in their grill. Yeah. All right. Cool. Also, Metro, if you have one, do a little invisibility on old Dogrith Deathbringer. And he points at himself with two thumbs. <laughs> He's got two thumbs and is in powerful yeah. need of being invisible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you can make me invisible and I could go far ahead myself and then come back. Let's not split the party for now. Or vice versa. Let's stay close. Yes, splitting the party would be unwise against these opponents, should you get caught. I think you should well remember, Master Thune. Yes. Yes. Well, well, let's do this damn thing. Let's do this. Moving forward. All right, so we all, basically, the four of us, go, and And Jimmer is silent silent 25 feet behind us. Yep. Do you, need, do you need off-episode healing before we leave? Yes. Okay, let's do... Uh, even after the rest, I'm still... Let's yeah, do yeah, off-episode healing real quick. All right, so you guys are good, and you're going to move forward with Jimmer 25 feet behind? Yeah. To keep yep. uh, his noise from alerting patrols. Well, he's, he's got no noise. Else. He's got no noise. It's to protect us from being in his silence. Yep. Silence, correct. Okay. And how long does silence last? Hours? 13 minutes. 13 minutes. All right, so you're waiting till you get back to the edge of that room, yep. and then you're going to start hauling ass. <laughs> and you know now if you take a right, because Metro's already uh, scoped that area, it's just a dead end. So you're going to get there and take the left. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And haul. 
ass. The cocks. Okay. <laughs> well, we can't haul ass and stealth. So <laughs> we're just going to have to stealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stealth ass. Well, that 13 minutes will go quick. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Um, so I have exactly another spell. I can recast it at 12 minutes, 30 seconds. I have a stopwatch. All right. So you, you walk through there, and you know I assume that you're, you're being careful as you go, making sure that you're not running right into the back of that patrol. Um so you continue north, the way Metra has already scouted. Eventually, you get to the fork again, and you know now to go left. No reason to go to that dead end. Although she didn't roll perception. No time. You keep moving. Oh, you uh, son of a Along bitch. that way. Giant ancient dragon's treasure trove, which has not been opened for a thousand years. We only have 13 minutes. We could, we, could, we could head over there. Let's swing back. Just check it out. You know it's very far. You keep going. Uh, let's you know everybody, it's very far and full of treasure. Let's everybody roll a, uh, a uh, stealth check, including Thune, who had a cracked 20, but instead gets a... 26. G C P. You rolled 91? 90 20. Ooh. Look yeah. what I rolled you. Yeah. 42. Oh, come on, man. 23. Metra. Oh. What about Baron? <sighs> 18. Come on, Three on the die. Three on the die. I'm good at still. So you're all like, dun, dun, This is a dun, perfect dun, Joe dun. natural 20. Well, it's like meaningless. <laughs> yeah. I got spurs that jingle jangle. No, Baron jingle. drops his gun at five. Baron, <laughs> 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 Was that an 18? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, yeah, a golden eye. <laughs> it hits the touch AC of the wall up ahead and it dies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get a grip point back. Yeah. Rolling that over, you, um, you're, you're going through these caverns, uh, this cavern, rather. You're going through this tunnel, and it's t- very twisty here. And again, you're getting a little turned around. You're welcome to roll survival to kind of get a sense of which yeah, direction I mean, you're going. Is it twisty like, oh, we're curving in a, at a slow curve for a long time. And then, then curving. The curving it's yeah. not like quick little curves. Yeah. It's long, sweet yeah, little curves. It's really hard gross. to get your bearings. Probably dungeoneering rather than survival. Yeah, dungeoneering would be good. 16 yeah. survival, my dungeoneering will be in. Oh, nice. uh, 20 dungeoneering. Okay. Um, 24. Damn it. I'm sorry, 20. He's so good. All right, so two 20s in Dungeoneering. (laughs) You eventually, you see a fork up ahead. You listen quietly. You don't hear anything. But the fork goes to your left and your right. It appears as if if you went to the left with a 20 Dungeoneering, you're going to kind of turn back the way you're coming just coming from another side oh. and you've already been kind of in that direction but you have no idea where that's going to lead because remember Metra scouted over there got to a room with like it looked like there were dogs. things sniffing about dogs and you're like ah, fuck that let's go the other way I'm not saying it leads directly to there but you get the sense from it's your that that it lands in that direction you're going to kind of eventually if it loops back on itself it's going to loop back that way so yeah, Baron and Dogwraith are just like kind of whispering up in front of everybody. Oh, oh, secrets, secrets are no fun. Uh, <laughs> I say we go right. This looks like it's going to loop back around to the hounds. Let's go to the right. I agree. You move to the right. Stop dropping your gun. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dropping it. <laughs> it's it's like so- every 50 feet. It's like... <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. Is this an episode of Hee Haw or Giant Slayer? Sorry, I'm not sure what's happening. On my hands this morning. Big shirtless rods. Has let's go forward. You you take the right, 
and you continue forward. It's not long before it splits again. And this is this is really the, your options here. It looks like they're both going in the same direction. One is kind of uh, trailing off to your right, and the other one is like forward. Do they appear to be at the same uh, rate of incline? Uh, yes. Quick dungeonero percept. Mm-hmm. I'll do a percept. And I'll do a su- survival for tracks. Okay. See what kind of tracks. Oh yeah, crushed it. Fuck yeah. Twenty. Twenty-three. Perception. Dungeoneering. Okay. 20. What are you looking for with the perception? If I'm hearing anything, if I see any see any signs of... Uh, and you rolled 23, you said? Yeah. Um, 23 perception. What'd you roll for survival, Joe? 17. 17. Survival. Okay. You do see some tracks, but they're, 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 it's too jumbled to tell where like the majority of the tracks are going. With a 17. <laughs> where uh, are the minority of the tracks going? Exactly. <laughs> They're your tracks. <laughs> oh, it seems there's, there's five small, small travelers creatures in here. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't oh, add up at all. Uh, <laughs> first, first ones I saw. They, they must have been captured. Wait. Prisoners. Stand right at our feet. There's five medium humanoids working for them. Uh, and Baron, what were you trying to gauge with your uh, dungeoneering? Because this is all new territory for you now. I'm trying to gauge based on how I generally understand dungeons to be laid out where the tactical area would be is, mm. is essentially what I'm looking for. It's hard to tell because these caverns are yeah. all over the that makes sense. place. Um, you do feel that f- the one that looks like forward is progressing further and deeper into the mountain. However, there's no reason to think the one, two, that's kind of slightly off to the right isn't doing the same thing. However, Metra, you hear with your perception not far up the one to the right. Oh. Just sounds of... Rocks being thrown. Ro- something like... Practice again? Something hitting rocks. Hammering? <laughs> it's like a hammer? No, no. It sounds like intermittent sounds of like... Rock hitting rock? Something hitting rock. But this doesn't sound like metal hitting rock? Maybe metal. Um, but Do, it do just, we hear sparks? You don't hear sparks. <laughs> uh, you just hear you hear the sound of rock getting hit and crumbling to the right. Whereas forward, you don't hear anything. The rock's in trouble. Can so I help him? <laughs> help me! <laughs> can I do a perception? Rock. The rock would never. Be I, do, <laughs> would I actually want to do like you can roll it into one, or you can make it three separate. Okay. I want to look for secret I'd doors. I'd like you to roll three separate tricks. No, good. Look for secret doors. Sense any opponents using stealth, mm-hmm. and also look for traps. Okay, one one check or multiple. Uh, give me the stone cutting check. Uh, thirty-seven. You don't see any secret doors. All your allies are using stealth. What was the third thing? Uh, oh, I'm looking for enemies. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> and I just want to look for traps on either side. Traps. Yep. Okay. Uh, that is a. 29. Jimmer has huge traps. He's been working out. Mm. <laughs> um, you don't want to put your hand too close because they might bite. Snatch, clean, pull, baby. God, those traps are poison. <laughs> those traps are poison. Maybe, maybe now would be the time to use a cloak of etherealness. I love it. Oh, uh, have Dolgrith go invisible. And he widens his eyes again, looks around. <laughs> Come on! God! You know how Troy feels about about spells that last. How long are we from when we left? 
Uh, it, at this point, you you need to do another silence. All right, so I'm pretty far. Hold off. I'll hold off. Why I do? I'll take the cloak of ethereal and it's up for a spin. I'll come back and then we can talk. We'll put down stuff. the nail. Spike, spike, the spike nail. Spike Spiegel. All right, so you're going to spike it right here just to be safe. Why leave yourself out in the open? Wait, uh, do we know this item inside and out? We know that we can just jam it in and it just works and then iron turn it off and on and off at will. Iron. Just pull it up for because I had a feeling we were going to do this. Okay. So yes, when hammered into place, this nine-inch iron spike creates an illusion, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, let's just, What's the blah, blah, blah? Up to, up to 15 feet high and 15 yada, foot yada, down. Yada, yada, yada. We're fine. The illusion can be one of the following, a small hillock of appropriate co- com- composition for the terrain, a pile of mundane crates or barrels, a mound of rubble, or a small structure. The exact size and specific parameters are chosen when the spike is placed. Interact, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hammering the spike into place or removing it is a full-round action. The spike can be used any number of times, and its effects last until removed. Oh, okay. Boom. There you go. Last sentence seals the deal. It's right. All right, Metro. Good luck. Good luck. All right, Metro. You start minute one. I just want to My idea is to like go to where the sound is, see what the sound is. So you want to follow the sound? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You go ethereal, and you follow the sound. You move forward through the tunnel, and it's not long before those sounds pick up again. (laughs) Now they sound closer, closer. (laughs) And you see up ahead the cavern opens up, and chunks of rock are uh, sort of exploding out in front of you as the tunnel opens up into what appears to be a pretty long cavern containing a reconstruction of a human-style castle wall with a turreted gate. In front of the tall castle wall is what appears to be some sort of slope, like a short slope, leading down into a wide moat filled with dirty-looking water. There's a ramp of crushed stone extending into the moat, stopping short of the castle door, like a drawbridge, drawbridge that leads down to like stone steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were, if you were, you're like, I'm just going to walk up those steps and into the drawbridge. You could do that, but there's a door blocking where the drawbridge is. You see dozens of short spears, many of them bent, broken, or even bloody, lying strewn about the floor. <laughs> One hits the wall up ahead, and you see that short spears are just flying from somewhere on the other side of the castle and they're being fired at two fire giants who are like strategically trying to storm the castle and they're covered in blood one of them is like on the ground and he's pulling a short spear out of his leg Jesus, and then like is... talking to the other one and they're like trying to storm the castle. This is like straight up Navy SEAL training. Yeah. Like, this is what they're doing. They don't even give a shit if you get hurt. Yeah. That's like... That's what I think as well. Although, I mean, is there a small possibility that there, there were previous residents of this volcano? Stop it. <laughs> they're, 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 those guys throwing the spears are in front of the poop room, man. This is all a show. Don't knock the poop room. I didn't knock the poop room. I'm just saying it's, it's a show. It's I a sham. But I, this is real. The injuries are real. These guys are really training for this. And yeah, if they, I are, think if they die doing it, they're going to be like, oh, that sucks. But they weren't strong enough. Right. Could I do a quick perception to see if I see where the, how many people are throwing spears? Sure. You want to see the map? Do I? Oh, here comes the fucking map. Look at that. 
What? That water does not look How dirty. How in the world? Dirty, yeah. It looks like a delightful It looks spa. like the Caribbean. It honestly looks like a place if you went in it, you'd regain hit points. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You should try it. Uh, so there are two giants on the outside, and every so often one spear comes out, and sometimes two spears come out, but you don't see the source of the spears because the castle wall uh, appears to be like 30 feet high, and these are coming from way back on the other side. Uh, okay. Um, cool. Uh, I won't waste any time then, and I will head back to report to the others. Okay. Troy, Grant has indicated that I should roll perception. Troy seemed to intimate that I shouldn't roll perception. I asked if I could. Did I? No, you can roll perception. Oh, then I will. Yeah. 31. 31. Were you looking for anything in particular? Source of the spears, any weak points into the entry, into the castle? Yeah, I mean, there's that drawbridge, which is down, but there still looks to the be door a door uh, there that's closed. Um is it the cavern large enough that I, we could fly up over the the side of the castle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's space between the top of the castle wall and the ceiling. However, you don't know what's on the other side. Uh, okay, I return back to the others. Okay, you return back to the others. Um, and I describe what how I, much of the cloak did did we use? Good question. You used ready for this? Don't roll a d10. How about one d4? 12 minutes. It's only 10 minutes. You, you owe me two minutes. <laughs> Tomorrow. No, I rolled 2d6. Uh, wait, how much was the max on it? It's 12? You rolled boxcars? You yeah. rolled 2d6? <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> how many is it? 10, 10 minutes. It's 10? All right, I stand by it. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, you used uh, seven minutes. All right. That's crazy. That's a lot. Um, well... If we want to storm the castle, we could do an invisibility fly over the over the wall kind of endeavor. I got my oh bro- come I, on! I got my broom of flying. Invisibility over the wall—that sounds so fucking awesome. You got your what, Grant? Is that possible? I got my broom of flying, so you can save on a on a on a spell on to a make me spell. fly. Do you have you two have, of us could be on there, right? Yeah. Well, up to a certain weight, you probably are pretty heavy. The, so you could send the two dwarves on the on the broom. Come I think on so. with this. I think this so. is amazing. Uh, I mean, We're going to fly to the other side of the wall. It'll be expensive. Paratrooper behind the line. Yeah. And to, take out the spearmen? Operation Market Garden, which was a notorious <laughs> disaster <laughs> for the Allies. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Up, up to 400 Chris, pounds. Forget I mentioned it. <laughs> up to 400 Honda. pounds. I think with my gear, let me look up how much away. I'm carrying... Yeah. I'm, I, I'm about 200 pounds, I think. Thing. It was fire giant. I'm 185. Well, I'm 185 pounds, but then I got gear. It's gonna be a ton. You Fine. weigh 185 pounds? Actually, yeah. no. I'm wearing light armor. I'm wearing. I'm carrying light weapons. I think we can eat a salad once in a while. Do you have like a? He's a very static dwarf. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll go invisible. I'll run through the wall myself like a cannonball. Do you know the the spell I used in in Morrowind, Skyrim, and uh, El, uh, Oblivion all the time at low levels? No, I don't know what spell it's you the, used. Uh, the, when you played Morrowind, the, the ant 15 years I ago. Know. The, the, <laughs> no, it's the it's the ant hall. Spell, it's a spell that lets you carry. Oh, like that. yes. Because in those games, you want to pick up everything. Yeah. yeah. And it, so five minutes into thing. a dungeon, you like way too much, and you're over encumbered. Yeah, so I would only do that when I like I was ready to go back. 
I would do it because sometimes you couldn't fast travel if you were overburdened, right? Yes. Right. So, yeah. I would, so you'd have dude, to do it like, I would right like, before you fast travel. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I would straight up like take what I could, run to the end, drop it outside, run back in, take what I could, drop it outside. It would take me like an hour. But I'd Why? Like, I gotta sell all these steel boots. Like <laughs> it's just so stupid. Do you enjoy playing video games? I Joe? do. I enjoyed that hour. Like I enjoyed it. I don't know why. Something's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> so when I watch you play video games, it seems like the least enjoyable thing you've ever done. No. 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 <laughs> I love it. I love being angry. <laughs> That's the thing. All right. It, I can... We can... There are five of us. I can... It's going to be expensive spell-wise, but I can make us all invisible. And I, I think it's so worth it. I mean... Yeah, and what's the goal? To go... Over the wall. Over, over all the of wall, us over the wall. And then... Well, if you go over, you'll see what you see, and then you can make your decisions. Yeah. I think the idea the idea is to infiltrate and Well we could probably couldn't we scout it invisibly with somebody flying over That's what I was saying. One person one person yeah. invisible, but then come back my, we could do invisibility to My only fear is that it is the same as the other room we saw and there's nothing beyond that wall. But there's well there's, there's someone back there throwing that wall. Yeah, but and maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah, but if we go in and fight the fire giants in front, we're going to have spears thrown at us the whole time. Like, right. Yeah. And the, granted, they might never hit. But that's but why I think it's wise to just send one person first. The other option is rather than going all invisible, we, we, I, could, um, just, I could drop the area into an, a deeper darkness. But then they'd know something was up. they know something was up. So let's send one person. Metra. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give me the broom. Sheriff. <sighs> all right. I'll come, I'll come back with I'm him. happy to give you the broom. Metro would trust in you to bring this broom back to us. <laughs> now, don't go flying out of the mountain. Metro. While you're in there, clean it up a little. <laughs> I, I've dusty room. <laughs> I've swept many a step with this broom, Metro. It only flies. We have yet to use this broom for its intended purpose, which is sweeping up. <laughs> it only flies if it cleans every once in a while. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll make myself invisible, and I will uh, hop on the broom and fly over... The wall. All right, so you make yourself invisible. As she vanishes and disappears, Dalgrith just turns to Baron and he's like, she gets to do all the fun stuff. I, I think you get to do some pretty fun stuff, Dalgrith. I'm jealous of what you can do. You're a vexing dodger. You know what? You need to look at yourself in the morning and say something nice to yourself. Dalgrith is nodding. He's like, this is good. No, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're very talented and, and I appreciate your company. All right. Yes, I'm ready to go. Anyway, <laughs> meanwhile, he's gassing up. How long does your invisible? I need a good Baron pep talk. Thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. All right. So your goal is to fly over there, recon. Yep. And then you decide what you want to do. All right. So again, you go. You you jump on that broom. You go invisible. You get into that room, and these fire giants—they're beat up, but they're trying to find a way in. One of them is now in the moat, and like. He is uh, up to his neck, sliding through the moat, and spears are coming over and just missing him while the other one is rushing straight at the door. But you fly over all of this, and as you do, you see the other side of the wall. Oh, Oh, we got a lieutenant. More giants, I knew it. And so on this side of the wall, you see uh, a lieutenant and another fire giant, and they are holding these 
large, heavy crossbows uh, that are shooting that short are shooting spears. Short spears. Wow. I had a feeling they're that using them the as like ballistas. Yeah. Wow. And the lieutenant is loading, helping to load the fire giants so he doesn't have to take a move action to reload every single time. So he's helping to load it and then firing, and then sometimes he'll just fire at the same time and they'll stagger their movements. And you see all that, and then you see that the cavern exits out exits out the other side. All right. That's all you see. I come back. <gasps> and we're going to do a little dimension door. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right behind. Take yeah. him out. Take out that ballista. You can keep... Hey, one of us can keep firing that ballista at the, at the guys coming in. They won't be able to get in, man. I don't think so. <laughs> no, dude, it's a large... Oh, heavy you guys crossbow. are never going to get in. You're never going into the castle. <laughs> oh, we can resize that crossbow and a bunch of javelins and shoot tiny javelins, which are basically crossbow bolts. Q, 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 Q. You can also get a crossbow, though, right? No. Sure. We need the tiny javelins. <laughs> a Q. <laughs> All right, uh, so all right. Am I still invisible? How long is how long has it been? Uh, I just I, yeah. Like, you went over there. You found this out. You came back. You got uh, eight minutes of invisibility. The left. broom pops out of the invisibility as she hands it back to Baron. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I just I quickly describe the scene. Everyone, grab hold. <laughs> we grab on. Oh, I, and I cast darkness on a piece of my. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. On a on a rock that I hold in my hand. Okay. How fucking terrifying. Okay, and, and this then, is really like I, I like the U, the Navy SEALs wish they could do shit like this. Sam Fisher ain't got shit on me. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so you're going to do the same exact thing, but instead just dimension door. Dimen- oh, dimension door. No, no broom. And where do you want to end up? Let me uh, let me place you on the map. I. On the 300 maps in book five, I have all of the pieces. So wait, Dimension Door, uh, I'm just not familiar with it. So it it has a super long range and... 400 feet. 400 feet plus 40 feet per level. Wow. And you can just... I have to visualize the area. You know what I'm confusing it with? Was it Galabras that had... Was that Dimensional Steps? Dimensional Steps. So that was a certain amount of feet per day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And Pembroke had it too. Pembroke had it too. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't feet per day. This is feet per casting. Per yeah, casting. Yeah. yeah, it's a fourth level spell. It's a spell. Like he's casting a spell. Yeah. So you have like 800 plus feet that you, you can move in one shot. It's like 920. Yeah. Wow. 40 feet per, what am I? Yeah, so. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, so, you can, you can, whether you, you always arrive at exactly the spot desired, whether by simply visualizing the, visualizing the area or by stating direction. That's cool. And that always arriving thing makes sense with the limitation of distance versus like a teleport yeah, with the roll of miles. Yeah. yeah. And all the creatures must be in contact with one another. Actually, that's, oh, I, I don't have to be in contact with them. I'll, oh, yeah. As, as long, long as, as we can all touch Everyone's each other. touching someone. Yeah. You can do yeah. like a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hands across that's, America. But that's actually really useful. It's yeah. good to know. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> so you feel Metro will invisibly position you in the optimal, how do we want to be optimally positioned? Yes. You want to put Jimmer and Dalgreath on one, or Jimmer and Thune on, or Thune and Dalgreath on one? And Jimmer and Dalgreath on the, the lieutenant, and Baron closer to the other fire giant. That's fine. Because yeah. he'll take out the other fire giant in one round, no yep. doubt about it. Put us, like, it. right next to the lieutenant. And then. I'm going to move us right here. Poof. 
Oh my god! How do you feel, how do you feel about that? <laughs> it's such a weird little chain. <laughs> little, <laughs> we're all like linking arms. Uh, Soon and Dalgrith right next can, to each can other. Can we talk about this? Jimmer no. and then Metro, and then it comes back down to you. Are, actually, I think that works. You offered your opinion. <laughs> I think that works. Uh, and uh, that we're going to say is your surprise round. However, everyone, including the newly leveled Thune, gets their actual surprise round. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my god! Oh, this is a time for a high one because I, re- I really need it. <laughs> I don't think Grant rolled uh, what he wanted to roll. Doesn't sound like Grant rolled well. Um, I've been rolling just absolute garbage for like three weeks. Well, no, no, two no. weeks ago one I rolled week. rocks. Grant, do we have any more? It felt like three weeks though. Last week oh, you yeah, were awful. Course, Matthew, two yeah. weeks ago you yes. were crushing. Yeah, crushing multiple crits. Yeah, I don't know why. All right. Dalgrith is in good position, and I'm happy with my initiative. I'll say that. Let's talk initiative. What do you got? I got a 24. And I'm really hoping that the lieutenant doesn't, because if he doesn't, then he might die before he kills me. I should (laughs) should probably describe how we ended up. So we put... Uh, Foon and Dogrith right behind the lieutenant. Yeah. Right right up on, in his grill. Jimmer is a five foot step away and we're kind of in like a little uh, parabola and Metro's at the tip of the, at the apex and then Baron's next to Metro. It's a very, very Keeping interesting Keeping Metra and Baron out of the reach of this giant yeah. in case he gets a full attack action off on us. Metro, what'd you get for an ish? Uh, 21. 21. Uh, Baron? Goddamn 16. Mm. Minimum. Ooh. Minimum. Maddie one zony. Maddie one zony. Jimbo? Oh. 17. 17 for Jimmer. Okay. Surprise round for everyone but Metra. Starts with Dalgrith. Okay. Flat footed fire giant lieutenant. <laughs> he just Left appears tenant. in this spot, sees an immediate weakness. In the giant. Only because he has dark take, vision. Only because he has dark vision. And uh, he's going to take a stab. Oh, shit. Damn it. Oh, come on. Thought about using my bottle cap, too. Uh, 25 to hit. Hits exactly. Yeah. Oh, so lucky. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I'm known for my luck. Uh, <laughs> There's one thing you're known for. You left out an adjective. I had, <laughs> by the way, a spectacular, spectacular roll. Ooh, 43 points. Oh, holy oh, shit! Holy. Yeah, oh, multiple sixes, multiple fives. Can you imagine just like you're like going about your day, launching some spears over the <laughs> castle wall. All of a sudden, the short sword just stabs you in the ribs. <laughs> all of a sudden, pitch black in your femoral artery. <laughs> that has just torn open. I don't care how badass you are. That has to be terrifying. <laughs> it's like, do they get through? Did they get through? I didn't see them get through. Uh, we'll skip Metro and go right to Jimmer. Come on, Jimmer. Jim, Come on, Jim, Jim. This is the surprise round? Jimmer for that? Yeah, so move or standard. All right, so Jimmer, like he's too far away, so he's going to... You can just, always take uh, a five-foot step or no? I mean, that's a free action, round. right? I think uh, a five-foot step is a free action. It is a free action. I believe it is. I yeah, is. actually, that's true. All right, so I'm going to take a five-foot step... Um, and then do just one attack, right? All right, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to take one stab with Terminus Zest, and that is a 29. That is a hit. Oh, right. oh my God. Oh. Kill the lieutenant and surprise. That's throw. what I'm saying, and, dude. Oh, wow. Uh, that is 33 points of damage. <laughs> oh, baby. He's already down 70. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Baron, you're going to go before Thune. Now, you don't have the clearest shot, but you're still shooting against Touch AC against a giant. I mean, unless he shoots the other one. 
I could shoot uh, the other one to draw him towards me and away from those guys. But we're in darkness, so he's not going to know. So I think I'll scare the shit out of this guy and shoot at him. So, Metro, <laughs> you've created darkness around yourself. Yes. Okay. I'm and that is a 20-foot radius. 20-foot radius. Right, let me get that. So the other there. giant's not in darkness. No, but we are. But the lieutenant is, yeah. That's a 29 against Touch AC. Uh, yes, that Please. is a definite hit. That is... 29 points of damage. Ouch. Ouch, indeed. Okay, uh, that was your action. So now it is Thune's action, and because this giant is flat-footed, if he hits, he'll get to try out his new 3d6 worth of uh, Come on, Thune. Come on, Thune. Critical threat, Natty 19. Do it for Thune. Uh, Miss. No. no. Miss. I rolled a Natty 7. Fucking Thune, man. Uh... He was so excited to play Thune. That is the end of the surprise round. It is now round one, and it is Dalgrip. Yeah! Yeah, death there we go. Turn. Bring right. that death, baby. He is... Dalgrith. Uh, is he still considered flat-footed because he hasn't acted yet, or because the surprise round happened? Both. And he's well, in he's flat-footed and he's in darkness. Yeah, he's anyway. essentially oh, blind so, to yeah. me. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gross. It's gross for him. It's gross. Uh, now that it's the regular round, I'm going to... Uh, click my heels and get haste, haste mm. myself. There I'm calling go. a crit. Calling oh, a you called it, dude. I'm calling a crit. All right, Just here we go. Points to the sky. Yeah, here we go. First, points to the bleachers. First attack, Wrigley. It's less than a crit. Nope. He's got uh, multiple attacks. Fuck it. Twenty-two to hit. Miss uh, is a miss. Mm. Come on, Dogreath. Come on, buddy. You can see in the dark, brother. Second attack. Uh, Twenty-six. That's so that, there you that go. will be there a you hit. Go. There we go. Uh, ooh, ooh, I see the GCP logo. Uh, that is 40. Exactly. Wow. wow. 40 damage. Oh, wow. shit. Uh, and Damn, then dude. last attack. Oh, damn it. 23. <laughs> Just shot. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. 25. Uh, because he's a giant and it's Bane, giant Bane. Uh, Twenty five. That's a hit. Hits yeah, exactly. You uh, oh, 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 wow, whoa, whoa. that's oh, that's a shocking amount of ones. <laughs> oh my shocking? god! <laughs> just, why don't you just call it an amount of ones? Jeez, <laughs> uh, uh, that is twenty nine points Ooh. of damage. All right, okay. Uh, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Now I, he's got to die before yeah, he goes. Guy, yeah. They come or to the table with a lot of HP. I'm in trouble. Uh, but it is Metra's turn. Uh, oh, I didn't think I was going to go that fast. <laughs> You're up. Uh, okay. Uh, let us do a little bit of this ray. So I'm going to roll against the other giant. Ray Liotta? No, not Ray Liotta. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shocking Ray Liotta. 26, Shocking Ray Liotta. 26 against Touch. Shocking Ray of Frost. Uh, that is a uh, hit. Okay, roll a fortitude save for me. Roll a fortitude save. Uh, all right, they got great fortitude. Garbage roll, 22. Okay, uh, so you succeed, so you get this gets reduced by half. So this is a ray of enfeeblement. Mm. Uh, oh, that's still great. Uh, so you're going to take a penalty to strength equal to 1d6 plus 1 per two caster levels. So that's 1d6 plus 6. Uh, Are you kidding come me? Come on, roll a six, dude. Holy shit. Four. That's wow. So a minus ten to strength. Well, you succeeded, what? so it's, no. It's minus five to strength. It's still minus five Yeah, minus five. Because you, you succeeded your fortune save. That's amazing. Wow. Oh my God. Where is this bit? Uh, it's a first level spell. I whip it out every now and then. Every now and then. And wait, uh, it's first level. You can get plus six. It doesn't tap out. That's a good Tap question. out at any point. 
I bet you it does. At plus like five. Pure light plus five. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It does. 1d6 plus five. Ah. So you. So oh, that's was, a big difference. It's four. So four. Actually, no. It's Three. no difference at all. Because it divides. Oh. Um, he, got, he succeeded on a yeah. six. No, no, no. He, no, but you rolled a four. I rolled a four. Plus five is nine. Half is four minus four strength. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So a uh, my, and that's ability damage, yes? Yeah. Well, that really... It's uh, a penalty. 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 That really hurt mine to hit, I must say. I must say, I don't like it. Do you uh, want to move it all? Metro will take a five-foot step. You're a five-foot step. Jimmer. Hmm. Uh, Jimmer is... All right, so he's just kind of in the edge of the darkness here, but... Oh, that's right. Oh, I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't have moved. Yeah, I'll, don't. I'll, you cannot move. I won't. <laughs> I won't move. Um, all right. So he's going well, but he doesn't want to step. Get, make more than a five foot step anyway, so he doesn't lose his full attack. So he's going to take a five foot step uh, to get a little bit further around this lieutenant, and then maybe get either Thune or Dalgrith the chance to fully flank him on the next turn. Um, and he's going to unleash the full fury. The, the ancient, ancient sword Terminus S <laughs> on this creature. Uh, first attack is a 35 to hit. That is a hit. Question, are you affected by the darkness? He's no, I have the goggles. You've got the goggles, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. I forget uh, it every time. Yeah. So uh, does it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for da- 30 damage on the first 30 attack. 30 damage on the first attack, okay. Uh, second attack is a natty 16. Oh, so just, uh, short, just short of a crit. Uh, and that is 27 damage. That's enough to take out the fire jump. Oh, yeah! Watch out, baby! It's like uh, less than 12 seconds. The fire giant lieutenant is dead. Never That's got how we to do act. it. Never That's even got to act. How we do it. And now it's Baron's turn, and he could just light up this guy. However, as you've already alerted the other giants that something else is going on. They Unless <laughs> the silence is still active. Did you do the second round, Baron? I did not. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no. Wait a minute. I didn't want to affect you. Yeah. So all every one of these fire giants rolled lower initiative than all of us? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. I told you. That's why I kind of tipped my hand. I said I've been rolling garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah I rolled like a one per initiative, two. Oh, God. And sucks. they get a minus. Some of them get a minus to their initiative. That's one of my most frustrating things as a GM yeah. is, is low initiative. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, God, I can't get my plans in order. Oh. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I just, I'm just feeling a 19 or a 20, Troy. Let's see it. A 12. So that's a hit with a 28 against <laughs> a touch. And again, Same. no penalty for you shooting out of the darkness. Sizzle. The, and why is it touch AC, considering how far away you are? I'm 35 feet away, if you uh, measure. It's just always now you're 40 feet? Is that... Yep. Uh, like, okay. 27 points of damage. Okay, good opening shot. Look at it, Troy. Look at it. Look a at natural it. 20. Look at it. Filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Animal. Oh, man. I felt it. I knew it was coming. Beast. Oh, it was like reaching into a bag, like a hat with a bunch of names. You thought it was... I knew there was a 20. I thought it was the first one. It's the second one. Oh, thought boy. it was Dograith, but you're a uh, fool. It's Baron. Uh, 19 to confirm. That is a confirm. It's against Touch AC still? So? Yeah, that's confirmed. Correct. Oh, my God. Oh, All right. Let's kick this one over to... Oh, international edition. International. Uh, Mark from Belfast. Northern yeah, Ireland, an Austrian. Uh, uh, luck, lucky for some, is his is the title. Your luck is undeniable. That is true. <laughs> Double damage, quadruple damage, and roll a d twenty. Oh, this is interesting. If you roll a seven, 
Your projectile exits the target, ricochets, and hits one of the target's allies for normal damage, no matter where they are on the map. Even wow. if it makes no logistical sense whatsoever, <laughs> you're just that lucky. Wow. He wrote it in the description. So if you roll a seven, wow. it bounces and flies over and hits one of the other guys. Wow. I love that he wrote out that it, it makes, makes no, no logistical sense. sense. Okay. I gotta, comes, gotta, gotta you know, that. I'm a little if bit you Hey, if you want to use a bottle cap, I'll let you uh, use you. it as a mu- pl- plus or minus six. <laughs> 18. Ah, uh, he rolls too high. Right. Uh, Always. That's funny. Oh, no, it's just quadruple yeah, damage. Oh, he's oh, no. stuck with just quadruple damage. I hate my life. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, one more. All right, here we go. We're talking about 85 points. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He is dead. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. He is. Yes, he is. He never really got to feel how weakened he was. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed because it wasn't 105. Troy, could you just give us a moment uh, in his final moments where you can role play his enfeeblement? Yeah, would you mind? <laughs> well, in all honesty, his 31 strength was still just went down to a 27. Oh, wow. So for him, it was just like, ah, I feel like I got mono. <laughs> what is he like? I'm out to week what six. What is he, Sam Darnold? Yeah, that could debilitate someone. Uh, all right, this is a very interesting situation you have here. From where you're standing, you cannot see what's happening with the Giants. You knew that one was in the water trying to storm the castle, and one was making its way to the drawbridge. They heard four sounds, three or three sounds. They don't. Maybe they don't know what they are. You don't know. You see stairways on either side leading up to, like, a walkway that is still hidden behind the wall. The walkway is only about 20 feet off the ground. So that southern castle wall that's 30 feet up would provide you with a 10-foot wall. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, where they still wouldn't be able to see you at your height. Um, But it helps them. Let's stay in initiative order. order. Let's stay in initiative order here. Uh, (laughs) It is Thune's turn. Thune looks to you. Sheriff Thun, what should I do? I think we need to wait to see if Metra has a way to seal off that door so we can keep on pressing our advantage. Or if we just... stop them, this is a castle wall designed to in, uh, 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 impel invaders. If we can it's strengthen it in any way, we can get further in. But what about those? And he points up <gasps> at the walkway, and you see like three... Um, dragons. Three dragons. <laughs> chromatic? Yes. They're chromatic just, dragons. But what about those ancient chromatic dragons? <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for pointing those out. I didn't see those at all. And we'll see oh, you man. next week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, Metro failed a perception check. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I e flew over, scoped it out, looked around, and missed three dragons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they were at the sailing. You never said you looked up. You see, like, uh, um, so from where you guys are standing, um, between those two fire giants was another door. So there's a, the outer door where the drawbridge is, and then there's an inner door oh, right in the middle of where okay. those fire giants Like a castle. Are. Yeah, like a castle. Totally. Two, two uh, ways. However, up on that walkway, Thune is pointing at three cauldrons. Oh, right. Uh, I, like the uh, oil you would pour down onto people as they yes, rush in. Yes. So let's arm those cauldrons. Let's, let's head up onto the ramparts. So he says, what should I do? What about those? Scramble up there. Take the middle one, Thune. We'll get the ones on the side. All right, I'll double move. <laughs> you know, we've been working on climbing all that trade, and we've had time to do. 
So get yourself up that wall. All right. Prove yourself. No. Don't yell. He slaps him in the face. Uh, all right, then. Well, now, if Thune, it's, it's, Thune can get there in one in a double move. So Thune moves to the middle cauldron. Great. Uh, it's a lot faster than climbing. Um, so the cauldrons are facing that like you, you're supposed to dump them outward you could d- dump them outward if they were to breach the wall you could get them in that small little enclosed space so it's like ca- as soon as they come through the door you dump the cauldron do they call them hot oil. kill yeah. holes what do they call that murder area? holes murder holes yeah aren't the murder holes where you where you shoot the arrows through they no. are yeah they are um that's uh yeah but they're murder holes are where you shoot the arrows through. yeah, yeah and you true. do see murder holes and that's probably where they were shooting these uh crossbows that they turned into ballistas um, and they've both had these crossbows in their hands, and you notice that they're magical. Um, let's move on from Thune to... Well, let's just move on to Dalgrith. That's all you know. Oh, right. Uh, so Thune is manning one right now. Yeah. Uh, and there's another one over to the left or there's one in the middle okay uh they're they're basically all next to each other uh overlooking this middle entryway between the outer door and the inner door well then dogrith is going to just run up there okay Uh, and he's going to use another round of haste to to get there in a double move okay you're going to want to be on the other side of it so you can actually tip it towards that's what i mean yeah yeah okay uh so double move with the haste for he has a hundred feet of movement uh clicking his heels together great metra um, Metra can't get to a cauldron, but that's okay. So she's going to take the rock of that uh, with the darkness on it mm-hmm. and kind of toss it so it lands right near the doorway. So the darkness will leave, not be on her person, but will surround the doorway. So as soon as they run in, they'll be in darkness. So in the area where the cauldrons are going to yeah. potentially dump. Nice. Uh, all right. So you want to try and throw it? Yeah. Over so there? AC5 to hit a square? Well, you can't see the square. You're trying to, like, huck it over this 10-foot. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm going to put it right, right. Oh, if they were to breach the second door. Oh, is that not where, where I misunderstood? Yeah, no, no. If you're dumping, you're dumping into the space between the doors. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Then, no, I won't do that. Okay. So I'll just double move up onto the ramparts. Okay, great. Uh, all right, so we have uh, Thune, Dalgrith, and Metra all on the ramparts, and it is Jimmer's turn. Uh, Jimmer is if, going to. If I get, by the way, if I get to where I'm standing on the map, is there a cauldron nearby? There? Uh, no, the other cauldron is to the right of Dalgrith. Okay, that's fine. Jimmer's going to position himself right in front of the inner door, uh, close to us, uh, in case they do get through. Okay. Um, he's going to literally kill. That's the murder hole. Yeah. <laughs> you walk through that yeah. hole and Jimmer kills you. This murder holes is two eye sockets. <laughs> this empty eye, my eye. I'm missing my eye. That's the murder hole. Like a doll's eye. Like a doll's eye. You see eye. that the door is locked and it's held in place with a stout wooden bar on your side. Oh. So you could just unlatch it if you want to. Sure. Um, and uh, <laughs> you also pr- probably have a strong enough strength check. Yeah, do that just, as a standard action. Wait, uh, we'll wait until we dop, yeah, drop Yeah, but you, the, you have that down. option if you ever want to open it. Uh, moving right along, it is Baron's turn. Baron is going to clack open his gun. Two shells pop out of the side. Clunk, clunk. He's going to slowly saunter 15, 20 feet towards the door going to use a standard action to fire one of the barrels into the ceiling. Ka-tang! It bounces up and it comes through your head. Ah, <laughs> dead. <laughs> My name's Baron Ashpeak and I've killed more of you than any of the small folk have. You come through that door right now, you fucking cowards. Unlock the door, Jimmer. Knock off the bar. 
Kajunk. That's his turn. Okay. Uh, all right. Thune readies an action. He's trying to be bait. To dump if they get through. Uh, and it is the fire giant's turn, and one of them busts through the door. Wow. And you see the other one is up on the platform behind him. In the previous round, he was trying to get up and positioning himself to break through. He breaks through with ease. And as he does so, Thune dumps. You see, uh, by the way, all the cauldrons have different materials in them. Thune's has boiling water. So he dumps boiling water. The fire giant fails his reflex save and instead takes God, eight points of damage. I rolled absolute garbage. <laughs> However, it was 3d6 points of damage uh, on a failed reflex save. Anyone who takes damage from this attack takes 1d6 points of fire damage per round for the next two rounds unless that heat is neutralized or the boiling water is washed away with cooler water or other materials. So just remember, this guy is going to keep but they're, taking they're immune damage. to that damage, aren't they? Fire damage? It's fire damage. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow. That's why when you said boiling water, I was like, oh, that's useless. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better on you guys. Uh, water isn't fire... That's true. That's true. It's water. It's true. It's the problem is it yeah, says but it's fire damage. Fire damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Thanks for keeping me honest. So Thune is like, I did it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Fucking nothing happened. We should have let him die. <laughs> Dogrith is going to look <laughs> in his uh, thing. Uh, What's in there? You look in your thing. Well, it's not your turn, but uh, I oh, I thought it was. Uh, actually, it is your turn. I knew it was. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you look inside. I doubt you have knowledge alchemy. Yeah, no. Um, but it's not boiling water. It looks some sort of, like some sort of chemical compound. Ooh, Com- acid, chemical acid. He's going to push it. All right. So you push. <laughs> you push what ends up being a bucket of quicklime on oh, them. Oh. I don't know what that does. That's like a fight club, you know, when they put the lime on their thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 really? Yeah. It's calcium yeah. oxide. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's caustic. You got to hit rock bottom before you can come up. <laughs> All right. So uh, the giant has to roll a fortitude save. Again, these were things now you're realizing this would have been a lot better totally. on you. Uh, the giant uh, 23 makes his fortitude save. So he's fine. Unfortunately, that would have been. He's uh, immune. If he makes the save, there's no half damage sort of thing? Uh, no, if you make the initial save, you don't take the, uh, the, you don't, the poison it. doesn't affect you. Had he failed, or one of you had failed, the cure is two consecutive saves, and it's 1d2 con damage, blindness, and nausea for 1d10 minutes. Jeez. Holy wow. shit. And the frequency Christ. is once per round for six rounds. I mean, that could get bad really quickly. Wow. Um, however, this giant uh, is... Uh, Wasted round. Oh, Wasted man. as well. Uh, all right. It is going to be Metra's turn now. Uh, Metra will go over to the last cauldron. Mm-hmm. Also plunging the area just around the door in the, into darkness. Okay. This one looks like it's full of tar. So you know at this point if with free actions they're telling you it's fire damage. It's, it's not, not going to do, do anything to them. Yeah. Um, Okay. However, it might entangle them. Oh, oh. oh well, then I'll go. I'll go ahead and push it over. All right, so you push it over. Uh, rolls a reflex save to try and avoid it. Misses the reflex save, which, however, uh, even though he won't take damage, that does mean he is entangled. So yeah. he's stuck in place by the tar. Yeah, true. If only yeah, true. you had some feathers. Uh, uh, he's, he is in darkness, though. <laughs> so he is. Yes. He is. 
very scared. Darkness and Tard, and it is Jimmer's turn. Jimmer, you're right on the other side of the bar door from this guy. All right. You know, my, uh, my old friend Evan is in the Fight Club. Uh, <laughs> hi, Evan. Yeah, hi, Evan. Um, I'm going to... So, this is the door's not open yet, right? Right. You could attack it and slice that wood with ease. Um, or you could wait and have somebody else do it so you can charge in and get an attack off. I'm just going to delay. Delay. Okay. I'm just gonna delay. That's probably the best option yeah. for you at this point. Um, and then it goes to Baron. Baron, you are uh, uh, pretty far away from the fight. Baron, uh, seeing Jimmer delay will also delay. Well, actually. Yeah, because let me just see how far away that door is. Yeah, there's plenty of range for Baron to shoot at where the person is now, so he'll delay. All right, so Baron's going to delay as well. Jimmer and Baron both delay. It's that fire giant's turn, and he just, boom, smacks through the door. Is he entangled? He's entangled. But he has reach. Uh, He has reach, so he's able to smack through. Being entangled impedes movement but does not prevent it. He moves at half speed, cannot run or charge, takes a minus two penalty on attack rolls, minus four to dex, and blah, blah, blah about spells. So he can move, but it's half movement, and he's taken a penalty. However, he's so strong with ease, he cracks open that door and rushes forward to see Jimmer standing right there. No, he doesn't see anything. Oh, he doesn't see anything. So he just rushes forward in the darkness <laughs> and uh, ends his turn uh, right next to Jimmer, basically. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's a dead man. I'd like to go now. And yeah, I think you can go. That'd be fine. All right. Uh, I'm going to unleash... The full fury of the ancient sword, Terminus S, <laughs> on this poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> Already injured, fire Poor time. unfortunate soul. Uh, is it 28, the first attack? Uh, yes, that is a hint. Uh, all right, and 32 damage, max damage. Okay. Uh, on it, and second attack. Natty 19. Critical threat! Oh, there he goes. Jimmer. You knew it was just a matter of time. Uh, and that is... To do 25? To confirm? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, the minus four to dex really uh, took that AC down a little. Uh, all right. This one from James in Buford, Georgia. Georgia. Salt the wound. Mm. Your damage opens up a bleeding wound that you spit into, causing it to continue <laughs> to bleed. That's just mean. Double damage and 1d4 bleed. That sounds wow. slow and sweet like sassafras molasses. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. Uh, so that's 48 damage. 48 damage, okay. Uh, and then and then bleed on bleed. his turn. Uh, and you slap one more attack, yes? All right, and one more attack. Uh, that's another netty 18, another critical threat. <laughs> Save it, he's dead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Awesome. I can't believe how many rolls over 17 you have I know, with this character. I know. This is insane. I, I don't know if like if it's happened a lot before and I just haven't noticed it because it's not significant if it's not like, you know. But, but yeah, if it's it's hitting a lot. Like yes. it's I mean, the expanded crit range is not, not nothing either. It's a big thing. The other one just plunges into the darkness, full speed. Uh, okay, I'll wait for you to go. I was going to act, but... Okay, what were you going to do? Uh, I'm going to wait to see what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I will act. All right, you've amazing used, waste of time. You've I used your delayed action. You're going to wait to see what I do. Uh, no, no, no. 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 
come on. <laughs> you doof. <laughs> he, he charges in and is just like, ah, and just swings where, uh, you know, right beyond where his partner fell because he feels his partner's body there. Uh, so 50% mischance against Jimmer. First to see if I hit. I don't even think I hit. Now, 22. 24, yeah. So he swings, even with a mischance, has no chance to hit. Baron. Here. Kill him. We. (laughs) Go! (laughs) 14 on the die. Just just roll your damage at the same time. Stop (laughs) and not having your dice ready for damage. (laughs) Uh, 25 points damage. Okay. Second attack. Natural one. Oh, see, that's why I always say, don't oh. roll the damage. With the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Natural one. Natural one. Okay, what do you want to do here? Just take a take a risk. Yeah. Well, you still have to roll to confirm the fumble, which you'd probably True. only confirm on a natural one. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, so next two attacks. Grant, it's not worth it. What do you mean next two attacks? All right, that's not. Worth no, no. It. I just mean you're not hasted, right? So I'm rapid shot. Oh, you rapid shot. I wasn't rapid shot. five attacks with haste. I didn't take the rapid shot thing because I thought I'd misfire. Here. So you're shooting with a chance to explode your gun. It goes. Destroy your gun? He's gone. Natural one. Oh! 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 That was so unnecessary. Oh, my goodness. Incredibly unnecessary. Now we have to spend all that money. (laughs) No, it's magical. It can be fixed. It can be fixed? Yes. You sure? For fear. The last one couldn't. Well, it was that's magical. Because, that's because Troy decided to make a oh, that's right. fun thing. Uh, yeah, I took it. Um, it can be fixed. It can be fixed. But now you're in this dungeon mm-hmm. without a gun. Grant. I have another gun. It's not Giants, Bane. We'll see you next week. Oh, New York, it's a great end of the episode. <laughs> this giant's dead, but who cares? Oh, He's dead in a round, but who cares? Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.